0: Hello ladies and gents. It's a proclamation across the nation. We're on Spotify, Castbox, YouTube, Applecast, Google Cast, name it, reclaim it. We're talking about a variety of things. Metropolitan lunatic asylums. Can't get enough of them. Come on, Carly, alright. We'll never see you. Fine. Anyway. How many buses? in London public transport commute to work commute to the city commute to shopping lower the fuel emissions in London there are over 9,000 buses red buses operated by private companies under contract and regulated by London buses part of the publicly owned transport for London Grant Shepps is in charge of transport. He's transport secretary. Um, Before we moved on to criminology, I want to look at some facts. Look at some facts. HMRC. How many prisons are in the United Kingdom. There are 117 prisons in England and Wales. Her Majesty's Prison and Probation Service, HMPPS, runs most of these 104, while three private companies operate 13. G4S and Sedexco manage four prisons, and Serco manage five. Uh, it's some horrific news, I was just reading. A local... Local um, incident in Essex, my constituency. Quite sad, horrific news as it goes. University of Suffolk lecturer, Doctor Antonella Castelvedere, named as victim in Colchester murder investigation. Our thoughts remain with her family and friends. A woman who died in a home in Essex last week had been named locally as lecturer from University of Suffolk, Doctor and. Tanella Castelvedere, 52, taught English and critical writing at the university until her death last week. Essex police officers swarmed Wickham Road, culture on June 1st at around 11.45, following concerns for the welfare of a woman at an address. He found the victim seriously injured and confirmed she died later at the scene. Officers also found the man injured at the address. He had been taken to hospital and arrested on suspicion show the police calling in the place with several cars and tenants. The old police has not named the woman. The Italia, Italian media have named her as Dr. Antonella Castelvedere, 52. After her family came forward, the University of Suffolk has now also confirmed her ultimately deaf, saying she was widely respected and well-liked in the university. You know, I'm a a university student, very, very sad news, very, very horrific news. His spokesman said the University of Suffolk community is deeply saddened by the ultimately death of Dr. Antonella Castelvedere. Antonella was a widely respected and well liked member of staff at the university, where she was an outstanding academic in English and critical writing. I've talked with her family at this very difficult time. In addition to this, the university said on profile that Dr. Castavel de had a long experience enhancing student experience through academic leadership, innovative cu- curriculum design, and professional partnerships. She also she was also a, a fellow of Advanced HE and versed in critical peda. Geological practices, Detective Chief Inspector Anthony Alcock of Kent and Essex Serious Crime Dictorate, who is leading the investigation, said detectives were continuing to piece together the circumstances but left this incident. He said inquiries suggest this was an isolated incident and there's no threat posed to the wider public in Colchester. He said a dedicated team of detectives are continuing to piece together the circumstances which led up to the incident in Colchester. As part of that, officers are continuing to gather accounts from people to have come forward to speak to us. I would again appeal to anyone who may have information on this incident but yet to get in contact with us, please come forward. If you're listening and you're from the constituent of Essex, Colchester or around, near, around North Essex make sure you give in the details. I don't think many people will, but if you are listening, by 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 any means, do give in the details. Oh yes, Essex. And think safety. Think first. Essex police stop stolen car within twelve minutes of nine nine call. Suspect arrested and vehicle recovered. Think safety, think first. Do not enter the vehicle on sleep deprivation, undemies, alcohol, and narcotics. Police hauled a really good result in the early hours of Tuesday morning after stopping a suspected stolen vehicle within 12 minutes of receiving a 999 call. The force control when received a report of a stolen vehicle at 12.50am. The news was immediately passed to officers and the automatic number plate recognition team. Police were behind the vehicle two minutes later. Suspect vehicle made off at speed. The pursuit lasted ten minutes, police said. The suspect ultimately lost control of the vehicle, which crashed into the traffic light. Praising the forces teamwork in a Twitter posted at 2:43 a.m., Essex Police Force Control One said suspect was then arrested and vehicle recovered. All in all, there was a 12-minute gap between non uncle and the police having the car stopped. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. That's good night's work there. Yeah? By by any means that's good night's work. But as chuffed with that. Railway workers to strike over three days in June. A thousand railway workers will walk out of three day national strike later this month, which threatens major summer travel disruption across the UK. The RMT union said it will shut down the country's railway network on the 21st, 23rd, and 25th of June after talks over pay and redundancies fell through. But the transport sector accused the RMT of jumping the gun and said strikes could put off people using trains. The action has been dubbed the biggest rail strike in modern history. More than 40,000 staff from Network Rail and 30 train operators are expected to take part. On the first day of the planned strike, on Twenty first of June London Underground RMT workers plan to walk out in a separate dispute over pensions and job losses. Taking the total number of staff along those from the network rail and the train companies to more than fifty thousand. The BBC understand the action will leave around a fifth of the mainline rail services running on the strike days, with the majority operating for a maximum of twelve hours. The industrial action also coincides with Glastonbury Festival, which runs from twenty second twenty sixth of June. RMC, as said network well, plans to cut two thousand five hundred jobs as part of two billion reduction in spending. With the proposed job cuts, including workers who have maintained tracks, signals, overhead lines, among other things, it also claims train operators had been subject to pay freezes and. Changes to their terms and conditions. We have a cost of living crisis, and it's unacceptable for railway work workers to either lose their jobs or face another year of pay freeze. Mike Lynch, IMT General Secretary, has said. Mr. Lynch said the union was open to meaningful negotiation with rail bosses and ministers, but wanted they would need. New proposals to prevent months of disruption on our railways. Oh, oh, oh. Andrew Haynes, Network to Chief said they understood the cost of living has increased. The urged union must recognise we are a public body and any pay increase to be affordable for taxpayers. Travel habits have changed forever and railway must change as well, he said. We cannot expect to take more than our fair share of public funds, and so we must modernize our industry to put it to a sound financial footing for the future. Failure to modernize will only lead to industry decline and more job losses in the long run. Transport Secretary Grant Shaps said the decision to strike was incredibly disappointing, and accused IMT of jumping the gun by announcing strike dates when the talks have only just begun. Pandemics have changed travel habits with 25% fewer ticket sales and taxpayers stepping in to keep railways running at a cost of 16 billion, equivalent to £600 per ha- 600 pound per household. We must act now to put the industry on a sustainable footing, he added. 16 billion. That sounds a lot, doesn't it? We once again want to urge unions to come to talks with the railway industry so we work together to build better, more modern, passenger focused railway. Bigger, better infrastructure. No win no one wins. The railway delivery group, which represents train operating firms, also urged unions to call off the strikes. Steve Montgomery, the the industry body a chairman, said no one wins the event of a strike staff lose pay, the industry lose vital revenue, making it harder to afford pay increases, and passengers and business are disrupted. While we keep as many services run as possible, sadly, if this action goes ahead, significant disruption will be inevitable. We therefore urge passengers to plan their journeys carefully and find alternative ways to travel during the strike period where possible. Well, one more segment bojo won his majority johnson's is ali johnson is ali and i'm happy he's still pm ukraine's present as said ukrainian present Vladimir Zelensky said he was very happy Boris Johnson was still UK Prime Minister after he survived an attempt to oust him. Mr Johnson won a confidence vote despite a mere revolt and saw 148 of his own Tories MPs vote to move him. I'm glad we haven't lost an important ally. This is great news, Mr Zelensky said at an online event. Mr Johnson forged a close relationship with President Zelensky since Russia invasion of Ukraine. He called Mr Johnson a true friend of Ukraine and a concrete supporter in an interview of a virtual conference hosted by Financial Times on Tuesday. The UK was among the first to provide weapons to support Ukraine's defence and, like its Western allies, has imposed sweeping sanctions on Russia targets, persecuting the war. In April, Mr Johnson pledged unwavering support on a visit to the capital of Kiev when he did an unannouncing walk about the city present with President Zelensky. Mr Johnson has faced a backlash from MPs in the public after he was fined by police for breaking our lockdown laws in the 2020 party in Downing Street where the Prime Minister lives and works. a report by senior civil servant criticised failures of leadership in Downing Street where local officials and staff were issued with a total of 123 fines for breaking COVID rules on indoor gatherings during the pandemic. It's coherent news, and I'm absolutely sick. of keep repeating myself. But anyway, how are we doing? Did I see, did I see Aid Chapman in the building? I'm pretty sure I did. Aid Chapman, where is his name? A Chapman is in the building. Oh my goodness! What a lovely old chap, my mate A Chapman is. How are you doing there in Hampshire, my friend? How happy are you for Boris Johnson's to still be Prime Minister? I think with the Russian war going on, I think it is definitely a good idea that he's in charge. I think A Chapman agree on that one. He's got the most experience, and when it comes to war, and he is the front. Runner as a PM to take charge, absolutely. However, those who had voted against Mr. Johnson said the scour of rebellion had weakened his authority, with some calling him to resign. But I also, not aid Chapman's um, thoughts are of the military complex altogether. He said, Do away with the military complex. I agree. No war could happen then, could it? should have an army to protect against terrorists, but that's it—not to go to war for greed. Reacting to Monday night result, Cabinet Minister Nadim Sahawi said he thought President Zelensky would be punching air because he knows his great ally Boris Johnson will be Prime Minister tomorrow morning. Those comments were criticised by some MPs, including Labour's Cole Turner, who urged Mr. Sahawi to apologise for dragging the Ukrainian president into the Tory party civil war. On Monday, ahead of the co- uh, confidence vote, Mr Johnson called Mr Zelensky to discuss Ukraine's defence of its eastern Donbass region, where Russian forces are advancing. In a tweet, Mr Johnson wrote, we are unwavering in our mission of ensuring Ukraine is defending and supporting for a long term. UK's military support to Ukraine amounts to 750 million so far and includes of anti-tank missiles, 20 armoured vehicles, 4.5 tonnes of plastic explosive, and electronic warfare kit. On top of this, Justin Johnson has loads of bills and he cannot afford to pay them. Please Boris Johnson, will you send me 750 million over right about now. Thank you very much. <laughs> On top of this, the UK says it's providing 220 million of humanitarian assistance to Ukraine as a potential of gross domestic product, GDP. UK was the sixth largest donor of aid to Ukraine globally between January and May, according to the research by Kiel Institute of the World Economy. Last month, A. Chapman put in a grant for 1.3 billion. Sajid David, he turned the negotiation down. We was amidly frustrated. Last month, the UK government said it would offer further aid and military support to Ukraine worth 1.3 billion to boost the country's defence against Russia. Ukrainian commentators of and officials expressed relief that Mr Johnson had won Monday's comment vote, with some noting that the UK became a key arms supplier for the country. Marko Podilek. But one of Mr. Zelensky's advisors tweeted English moments after the Commons vote. He wrote, leadership is always a heavy burden. Boris Johnson was one of the first to realise the menace of Russia and stood by Vladimir Zelensky to protect the free world from barbaric invasion. The world needs such leaders. The UK is a great friend of Ukraine. British crown is a shield of democratic world. I don't agree with war. Any way, which way? War. No way. War is settled. I don't agree with it. Absolutely not. If you're defending the country, if you're trying to invade a country, I don't think war is appropriate. Not at all. So many innocent lives are taken. From both sides of the fence. You've got young teenagers sign up to war not knowing what they're signing up for. Signing up for the Russian army, getting blown up by Ukrainians as much as Russia are blown up innocent bystanders in Ukraine, also. It's war is war, whichever way you look at it. Someone's gonna leave a family unattended either side of the fence just through war. No need for violence. No need for violence. What happened in the Bible? Love thy neighbor like we love ourselves. So, if you blow up your neighbor, you blow up yourself. That's basically it, is it? (laughs) How crazy. How horrific. How extravagant. Oh my goodness. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's the proclamation from across the nation. And I had a good evening. Um, a short show.